What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy Lobo Savage. Y'all checking in to the Savage Land podcast number four. I know I was slow stepping on it, but sometimes creativity takes time, man. I gotta think of these things. I gotta write stuff down. I gotta outline them. I gotta come with the fire quotes for you guys. So just bear with me, people. Bear with me. But, anyways, we still in this game. Still podcasting. Only four episodes in. It feels like I've been running a marathon, man. This ain't a sprint. But, anyways, this fourth podcast, people. Uh, I've been getting a lot of feedback. I hear a lot of people out there feeling real uninspired. You know, you get stuck in the grind. Start to feel uninspired, man. Day in, day out, same thing. Hustling hard, grinding, trying to better yourself. But at the end of the day, man, everything takes time. So what is, what does it mean to be uninspired? I think uninspired is a... It's a loss of inspiration, but at the end of the day, we should treat it like everything else that we may lose in this life. You might wake up in the morning, lost your keys. You still got to go to work. Don't you get up and find them? Search the whole house for them, and eventually you do. And then it's off to work you go. So if we start to look at a loss of inspiration like keys, you just need to get up and find it. There's a lot of reasons why we become uninspired you know uh one of those reasons one of the major reasons being a loss you know whether it's lose your job lose someone you love lose friends man we lose a lot of things you know and and as humans as emotional creatures this affects us but um it's a part of life man you know and Another thing is when you when you lose something, let's say it's, it's not your family. Let's say the person didn't die, but they just up and leave you. At the end of the day, it's because your inspiration lies elsewhere. It doesn't lie inside you. And when you put faith in other people, not saying, you know, of course I want to get you in this savage wolf-like mindset, but you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You can't rely completely on others because at the end of the day we're all human we all fall victim to certain things laziness uh change of heart this this that so when we invest our inspiration in others and we find it through others the second they leave our lives they take that inspiration with them and that's a problem you just it it makes things difficult for you you know it's like when your happiness depends on another person and then they don't want any part in you. So at the end of the day, they take the happiness with them. You can't do that. You need to invest within, you know? So take your inspiration. If it's out in the world, just take it and put it inside yourself. You need to find inspiration within you. You can't let it lie within others because people are unpredictable, and that's just the way life is. And if you lost someone, they passed, whatever it may be, it should be inspiring enough that you you want their legend to live on. You're going to live for them. You're going to do everything that they wanted to do in this life and what you wanted to do, you know? It's just added a little bit more to your burden, but you're strong enough and you could carry it.
another reason for loss of inspiration is just repetition in general. You know, we started off the year strong. What are we, 20 days into a new year? And let's say you started that habit on the first. Let's say you started getting to it. You were like, man, I'm going to change things this year. But 20 days of doing same thing, that's considered repetition. You give it a couple more days, that just became a habit. The goal here is you, you need to spice things up because as humans, we, we get tired of boring things. It's like the hamster on the wheel daily. You know, it's like, all right, I'm going to get my money up this year. And you go to work day in, day out. And maybe your job is just the same thing over and over again. It'll start to get to you. Any self-thinking human, it'll start to get to you. We're not robots. We weren't made for, for repetition. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it like this sacrifice right now. Yeah, it may feel repetitive. But if I do this for five years, my life is going to elevate. It's going to up itself. I'm going to level up. And things will change. You know, you gotta, you gotta transform into the person that you need to be to achieve your dreams in order to break free of repetition. You know, maybe you're going through repetition just because you think this same old, like for me, same old Lobo doing the same old thing. I wake up, I go to the gym in the mornings, 5 a.m. We in there putting in work and no, I don't look like a bodybuilder yet. And no, maybe I don't I don't have a level of fitness that I would like. But you know what? That's on me. Maybe I'm doing things to, to hurt that goal on the outside. But I still got to go to the gym every day. Because if I don't, how am I going to reach that level of fitness, of health? You know? So repetition is necessary. And one of the things I see is the younger generations, including mine, you know, millennials, Everybody says we feel so entitled and we think things should just come to us, but that's not true. We're willing to put in work, but sometimes it's the amount of work that needs to be put in. We didn't process that. We didn't think how long this road would be, but the road is long. And at the end of the day, it's the road less traveled. So we're going to see a lot of the same scenery on the, on the way. So it's just a part of life, man. You have to put in the work and it's your effort. And efficiency that determine how long you're going to be on that same path. So level up, people. Don't think that we can reach our five-year goal by just being the same person. We're going to go through things, trials and tribulations. And we need, to, we need to transform. We need to better ourselves through this repetitive activity. You know, think of a repetitive activity as practice. You're just getting better at something. You're putting in your 10,000 hours and it's necessary. But along the way, just spice things up. Switch it up a little, you know. If you're doing, if it's like fitness and you're working out every day, you're hitting the weight. Switch it up. Do cardio one day. Go for a run. Explore. You know, go, go to the park. Stop going to the gym. Go to the park one day. Hit the bars. Do some pull-ups. See some things. You might meet somebody out there, man. It's, Switch it up. You got to spice things up, man. We're human and we're not into this day in, day out, same thing every day. It, it can run you down. And trust me, I'm, I'm, I've been a victim of that. So spice things up, man. Don't let repetition kill your inspiration. One of the big killers of inspiration, though, I would say is doubt. All right. And doubt ties into another killer of inspiration because sometimes you feel real uninspired. It's like, why do I need to get up this morning? 
and it's not always a loss of inspiration necessarily it could be depression and it could be a combination of the two you know i i would say uh within within healthy range i go through my fair share of depression you know i get upset i get sad things aren't panning out the way i i expected them to but um you got to fix your mind you know there's a saying if everything is right with the man, everything is right with the world. And that's a mindset. You got to get your mind out of a stupor before you can truly, you know, silence things such as doubt and depression. You got to you got to get your head in the game. You know, this isn't a. Oh, I could dip one foot in and be all right, you know, or I could put a few eggs in this basket. I know I said, don't put all your eggs in one basket. But when it comes to your dream, that's a very large basket. And there's so many routes that you can take and so many options that you have and choices along the way that it's OK to put all your eggs in the basket of your dreams, you know. And then diversify within that, because the basket of your dreams is is. It's like a it's like a hedge fund, man. There's so many options for investing within your own dreams that I don't even think I can call it a basket at all at that point. You know, so fix your mind. Don't let depression eat at you. You know, we all get sad sometimes. We're humans, we're emotional creatures. Things go on in the world and we just get down and in the dumps. But the time for you know, feeling sympathy and all that is over. It's a cold world out there, and and if we don't get to it, who who else will? You know, somebody else is gonna be out there, and they're gonna snatch our dream. Why? Because they're putting in the work. So, step out of your depression. You know, it's okay to be sad, but we don't have time for sadness to cripple us on this journey. Another thing with doubt is, you know, it comes from mass thinking and. Sometimes it's hard to get the journey started because, you know, maybe this isn't the the road everybody traveled. Like I said, it's the road less traveled and it's a lonely road sometimes. And mass thinking tells us, man, just chill out. Try to find some comfort, but comfort's not our friend. Coziness is, is, is not what we're shooting for here. It makes us lazy. It makes us complacent. And that's not what we want. So we got to put an end to mass thinking. and Mass thinking is taught to us through schools, you know, through sometimes our parents, sometimes our friends. People just want to chill like that's honest to God. A lot of people in this life just want to chill. They don't want to live as stressed out as I live. They don't want to be upset with themselves because, you know, they haven't reached a level. They haven't leveled up. They haven't progressed in the last 10 years. And they want us to think that that's OK, but it's not. It's not at all. You know, we get one shot at this life and, and we got to do a lot. And doubt hurts us, man. Doubt is like a roadblock that is very hard to get past. Another reason for doubt is we're creatures of instant gratification, man. You know, but think about it, all the things really worth it in life. It, the success doesn't come instant. I don't really believe in it. That there's such thing as an overnight success. You know, not necessarily a success, but it's like things can be a fad. They can pop up for a second, but that's not what we're going for. You know, that's not what we're shooting for. So 
lay waste to instant gratification because anything worth it, you got to struggle. You got to fight. Don't let the masses teach you how to think. Think for yourself. And don't stay down, man. Don't let depression beat you into dang submission. All right? You find the root of that depression. And you either adjust perspective or you just get rid of it altogether. You know? So, I think it's time as a whole, as a group, as free-thinking individuals, we need to re-inspire ourselves. You know, like, inspiration is something that I have to go through daily. It's not just something you do it once and, and you can ride it out for the rest of your life. It's something that you need to wake up in the morning and, man, maybe you're not feeling it today. You're feeling old. Your body hurts. You know, you did the same thing yesterday, but you got to get up and re-inspire yourself. You need to find the proper source of inspiration. And again, like I said before, that needs to be within you. Because if it's within you, nobody can't take it from you. If inspiration lays in, in your heart or in your head, who's going to take it from you? How would they go about stealing your inspiration? They can't, you know? And another thing, we need to lock in. You need to get tunnel vision. And when I say tunnel vision, not to, you know, not see things in your peripherals and stuff like that. But you need to lock in on the dream. And I told you a couple episodes ago, you need to write down this dream. You need to put it up on the wall. You need to look at it daily. You need to stick to it. So lock in. No distractions. And distractions come in all sorts and forms and shapes and all of that. People. Things. You know, pop-ups on your cell phone, this, this, that. Uh, even a love interest could be a distraction at any point, you know? So if someone's not helping you work towards your goal, how much do you really love them? You know, you may lust after them for the moment, but you got to lock in. You got to murder doubt. There's no other way to say that. You have to murder doubt because doubting yourself only leads to hesitation fear and then boom a week passes by and you're still in the same place nothing's changed you have to turn want into necessity your dream is not a want and when we say the word dream you know people are like oh yeah man martin luther king had a dream everybody has dreams it doesn't mean they manifest well that's because people are too lazy to put in the work or society's working against them, or, you know, anything. So, turn that dream, you know, we say dreams are wants, things that we hope for. No, kill that word hope, too. Because when you turn your want, your dream, into a necessity, like, no, I don't want to just want it. I need it. Things change. You start moving more militantly towards that goal, towards your potential. So... People say, Josh, you don't need all that money. You don't need all those things. You don't need these things that you've put in your own head. But at the end of the day, in my eyes, I've adjusted my mind to realize that they are a need. Failure is not an option. I need this. And when you need something, trust me, you get it done. You get to it. You find a way. When it's a real need, even if there's not a way, you make a way. So turn your wants into necessities, people.
You need this. You need it more than anything else in the world. It's your dream. Manifest it. Don't wait on others. Don't depend on others to come through. Like I said, I'm not trying to make you guys into these antisocial creatures, but people come and go, man. People put in work for a week and then next week, you know, they, they want the, the whole thing, man. They just want it all. Like, uh, I don't think you earned that, you know? So when we depend on others and we wait on them, it's like A can't happen unless B comes through. So if B never comes through, then A doesn't start acting in the proper manner because it's still waiting on B to come through. And maybe B got some other things in its sight and it's changed totally but didn't notify A. A didn't get the memo that B flaked on them. You can't depend on people. You can ask them to do things, and if they say, yeah, hope that they come through, that's cool. But it shouldn't stop you from putting in work. And when I said murder doubt before, what does that mean? You need to believe in your wave. Why? Because we're all waves. We all got this wave, and it's real wavy, trust me. But you have to believe in your wave. Otherwise, it'll never grow to be a big wave and really affect things. Some of you out here looking like a little ripple in the water. It's not enough, man. But you got to dig in and believe in your wave. When you believe in your wave and people start to see that, eventually they join you. They're like, man, something's going on here, man. This, this, this guy, this girl is... They move differently. They think differently. So believe in your wave. Everybody has a wave. No matter how small you think you are, no matter how unimportant you think you are to the, to the bigger scheme of things, believe in your wave. And people will say, trust me, I've heard it a lot. People say, Lobo, you narcissistic. Man, you, you, you really love yourself, man. You love yourself more than anybody. But you know what? At the end of the day, I had to get my mind right. And once I got my mind right, I started to believe in my wave. And the more I believe in my wave and the more I invest in my wave, the bigger the wave becomes. And now other people start to feel the wave. Think about it. Two months ago, you probably weren't even listening to my podcast. There was no podcast two months ago. But now you are. Now you're a supporter. And if you listen past the first episode, then man, my wave just caught traction. And now what am I doing? Through repetition, I'm putting out episodes. You know, it may be new episodes, new topics every time, but it's repetitive. I come inside, I sit in this room, I listen to music, I get my mind in a zone, and then boom, start writing. Then I got to outline it. After I outline, what do I do? I got to get the computer on, boom, boom, boom. Turn on the recorder and get to this. And then I got to start the same way. It's repetitive. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy Lobo Savage. But you know what? Like I said, repetition is necessary. It's a necessary process. A necessary evil, if you want to call it that. If you hate repetition that much. But believe in your wave because, look, we're on the fourth episode. And you're still listening. So my wave must have something. Or you just like to hear my voice, which I highly doubt. Because personally, I hate my voice. But... I believe in my wave. I believe it'll be something bigger. You know, I'm trying to go from 
a little wave on the beach that only knocks two or three year olds over to to a tidal wave, you know? Something catastrophic, something that's going to phase you, change the course of your life. That's how I look at my wave. So I need you to believe in your wave because I believe in your wave. And together we can really turn the tides. But anyways, I'm going to end this on a note discussing my inspiration. Just maybe it'll help you guys put things in perspective. Um, if you don't know, I come from a city. My name is Miami, Florida. You know, they call it paradise. Well, I was raised in paradise, and trust me, it's not always what it's cracked up to be. I love my city. I didn't have a, a, a rough childhood. I wasn't raised in the Jecks. I wasn't a child of the ghetto. But um, my city just had a lot to offer from, you know, it, it had a lot to offer from all walks of life. Just, you know, you could get into the good, you can get into the bad just as easily, you know, things were readily accessible, you know, from inspiration to narcotics, everything's accessible down there, but, um, I remember as a, as a, as a young adult, always me and my friends, we tried to make it out to the beach, and for those of you that have been to Miami Beach, you already know how they get down out there, beautiful women in bikinis, nice cars, flashy people, you know, all, all of that, and not to say I'm that materialistic, but you see a really nice car, and it, and it does something to you, man, it's like, man, that's nice, what would it be like to drive that, you know, my city gave me inspiration, uh, there's a lot of fake things in my city, a lot of shady people, but they gave me my mentality, they gifted me with that, and I'll forever be grateful, and I've lived a lot of places now over the past couple of years, um, I've been bouncing around for the last decade, just trying to find something in this world, but always chasing my dream, and my hope is that one day I'll be able to return to my city a different man, you know? It's like the prodigal son has returned. I went out into the world. I learned a lot of things. I upped my game. I leveled up. Changed my financial situation. You know, I want to I move back to my city one day when I'm financially free. That's a goal of mine. And just to give back to my city and show love. Because I know there's a lot of kids down there that's just stuck in a rut, man. Because Miami can run you down real easily. It can rain you down. And you just feel so small in such a flashy, bright lights kind of city. And I think the same goes for, you know, places like New York, everywhere. Columbus, Ohio. It's easy just to blend in and just be normal. But it's hard to step your game up and be that, that dude, you know, that person. To be a king in your own empire, it's, it's difficult. So... Me, personally, I looked at my city a lot, you know. I always looked at people with these nice things, and I said, why can't I have that? Why can't that be me? I come from a quiet side of Miami called Kendall. Shouts out to everybody in Kendall, you know. Even on songs and, you know, all this hip-hop artists and stuff come out, and they shout out every other spot other than where I'm from. And to me, that says... 
Damn. What about the hustlers from Kendall, man? What about those on their grind? What about the kids that weren't raised in the ghetto, but weren't raised in the lap of luxury? The kids that parents provided for them. You know, the children of immigrants, that kind of thing, man. So, shouts out to Kendall, but we out here trying to put on for Kendall. Straight up. People ask me where I'm from. I'm from Kendall. I'm proud to say that. I'm proud of the village that made me. So, what do I do this for? I do it for me barrio. Kendall. That's my block. That's my spot. And I'm going to put them on the map, period. Whether I got to die doing it, it's going to get done. So, believe in that, people. So, my village. My home. My place of birth. It gives me inspiration. And for those that that's not enough, you got to know my family. If you know me well, if you listen to this podcast, you, you know me on some level, I would assume. Or you know me through others that have suggested for you to listen to this podcast. But my family and my friends are a big one. You know, I could have blended in. I could have been the normal family member. I could, what am I, 29 now? I could be married. I could have children. And what would that do? I'm not knocking people who do have children in my family. Shouts out to y'all for making the family bigger. Carrying on the family name and all that good stuff. But it just, it's not for me at this moment. I want to do something greater. I want to change the future of my family. You know, we've lived well. Everyone's been hardworking. We put forth max effort, but I feel like there's a little more effort that we could have put forward. And I really want to put my family on the map. I want to give them things in this life that they never had. Why? Because they gave me so much and they weren't required to do that. No one is required to be a good parent. No one is required to treat you with kindness because we share a last name. Some people have it real rough because people don't live up to those familial expectations. But my family inspires me, man, because they did what they didn't have to do. And the way I show them love is by doing what I have to do. By doing what I absolutely must do. And that's improve our quality of life. If that's not enough for you to be inspired, man, use a deadbeat human. You gotta wanna up the quality of life for your family. Things aren't easy for middle class people, you know? Middle class doesn't mean your bills are paid off. Middle class doesn't mean things are all hunky-dory and sweet. Middle class means you caught in between the upper class and the lower class. You're just existing. You're just floating in this big ocean they call life. So middle class isn't enough for me. And not that I want to be high class, upper class, whatever you want to call it. One of these rich snooty dudes. But I want a quality of life that's, that's better for my family. If I ever have children, I want them to have things that I had to work really hard for, you know. Things that I didn't imagine possible. Not just nice toys and stuff, but an an amazing house to grow up in, man. I always wanted to buy a compound where my kids could live and do everything they wanted to do with a huge soccer field on it. 
maybe a go-kart track. Like, I want it all, you know? And then when it comes to my friends, I just want their freedom, and that's inspiration enough for me. Now, when I say I want their freedom, you're probably like, what? What does that even mean? They're not slaves. They're not institutionalized. Well, you know what? Some of my friends did get institutionalized. And a lot of my friends do have good paying jobs and they work hard. But at the end of the day, I see that as a new form of slavery. I didn't come to put in 30 years of my life and then punch out when I'm too old to do all the things that I wanted to do as a young man. I want to free my people, my friends, my family, free them from the struggles of working a job and not a career. I want them to tap into their creativity and their inner wants and needs and be able to live out their dreams. And that is inspiration enough for me. You know, some of you use your children as inspiration because you want a better life for them. And like I said, my city, my family and my friends are inspiration for me. But at the end of the day, with or without them, I'm still going to grind. Because the inspiration is inside me. Because I had this vision when I was younger that my life was going to be great. And if it were ever put to a movie, people would be flocking to the theaters. Number one in the box office. They need to see this. They need to see what this life looks like. It's like no other. And that alone is enough inspiration to carry me through this journey. So. To all y'all out there who feeling uninspired, I hope this helped you put things in perspective. No, I didn't expect this to inspire you, but you have to want more. You just have to, because if you don't, I'm sorry, but doing the same thing for 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, by the time you turn around, it's time to die. And what have you really done? What are your memories like? Did your memories progress? Did they improve? It's like an artist. You know, your favorite music artist. They could drop the same album six million times, you know? And you may buy the first five albums. But by the sixth album, you're like, why the hell am I spending money for this? These people aren't growing as musicians. So, just like that, things have to progress. People have to get better. You can't do the same thing. Repetition in that sense, is unacceptable. Your life can't be the same thing. Work Monday to Friday, and on Friday you punch out because it's like it's the weekend, and I need to get into my rituals. I need to go buy this six-pack and drink a few beers, get nice, get saucy, fall asleep, wake up, nurse that hangover tomorrow, and do it all over again. And then, boom, Sunday night comes, man, I got to get ready for work again. No, that's not how it works. The grind doesn't stop. Stay inspired. And, yes, you will fall out, but re-inspire yourself. That is the important thing because no one's going to make your life better. No one is coming to save you like I said before. You got to save yourself. You got to want it bad enough. And when you don't just want it and you need it, that's when things get fun. That's when things get real. So remember that. This wasn't to inspire you. It's just to help you get some perspective and dig deep and find that inspiration. My words cannot inspire you, but my words can make you think and re-inspire yourself.
all right? Doubt's a part of progress, but you got to get past doubt. You can't just get stuck there in that conversation with Mr. Doubt and just bounce back and forth until you fear enough to hesitate and not take opportunity. You got to fix your mind before you can bestow the blessing. Make the dream a priority. Not a want, a need. It's your movie or your book that you're writing. Don't go gentle. And don't run the race reserved, all right? We're going all out because we never know what day someone's going to punch our card. So I hope this helps you put things in perspective. And for those of you, those are my boys, my homegirls, my family. Those of you that are feeling uninspired, I hope this woke you up enough to realize I'm A and you're B. And B, you need to come through. If you don't, I'm still moving forward. But if we work together, we can achieve this dream much faster. So stay inspired. And if you're having a hard time staying inspired, everybody who listens to this podcast, you already know you can hit me up. Hit me up on the Snapchat, the text, the Twitter, whatever it may be. All right. We're in this together. We can do this. But we could just get it done so much faster if everybody pulls their own weight. All right? I love y'all. Stay inspired, man. I want to see great things. It's still our year. No matter what happened between the 1st and the 20th, it's still our year. All right? We're going to make it that way. Until next time, people. What do you think I'm going to say? Huh? You been listening enough by now? Until next time. Keep it lying, people. And when I say keep it lying, don't never stop leaving your mark. All right? I do this for y'all. I'm going to keep doing this podcast. We're going to keep riding. We're going to keep rocking until all our lives get better. Until we're sitting at the top of the mountain, cracking a few beers, and things are just beautiful. And then we're going to look back and say, damn. Maybe this all started with one friggin' podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to episode four. Savage Land Podcast, people. Bless up.